0: With,
1: with the, the big boys, boys coming, coming with the big fist I feel so clean. Parakeet three, oh yeah! Big hoes coming with the
0: big
2: paws feel so clean. Parakeet season three, oh yeah! With the big boys coming with the big fist I feel so clean. Parakeet three, oh yeah! Big clothes coming with the big pots, feel so clean. Parakeet season three, oh yeah!
1: Welcome back, everybody, to Pair of Kings, where we are bringing you business as usual, tomfoolery as planned. My name is John Hogaboom, and I am joined by not one, but two other people in the podcast studio today. Uh, first off, you know him. He's, he's doing some no-shave November action. We have my lovely co-host, Saul
0: Thompson. Hey, everybody. Uh Hi, Saul. Feel a, little, feel a little bit better. Uh, we recorded this week's episode yesterday. We're, we're, we're stacking up a little bit uh giving us some, some time for the holidays. the holidays yeah um feeling feeling a little out of it uh been a little bit funky but back at it re-energized got a full night of sleep head on my shoulders got to see my dog for the first day in like four Huge. days missed him a lot feeling feeling good how are you feeling john
1: I'm doing well. Um, Nice. Coming up on Thanksgiving, which is my favorite holiday. Um, Interesting turn of events, though, in in my world. We we have our oven, of course. One of the heating elements went out like a week and a half ago. Okay. And it was going to get replaced tomorrow, but we just got a call from the repair shop and they said (laughs) someone – actually, this is not a laughing matter – someone in their staff got COVID. So they're closed for two weeks. So we are going to be doing Thanksgiving with no oven in the hook family.
0: How, so is it like, what are you going to do?
1: Turkey on the grill. Okay. Um, that's Veggies doable. on the grill. Aside from that, it's going to be, we're going to be getting creative. So uh
0: I feel like, I feel like that's like, if you do like a slow cooked barbecue turkey, that might be really good.
1: Could be the move, but we'll, we'll find said, out.
0: Um, I have like a recipe or a guide for for doing chicken that looks really good mm-hmm. um, and I think you could apply it to turkey if you got like a smaller one obviously don't do like an 18 pound butterball on the grill um, you know the entire thing like destroying itself but we'll figure uh, it out
1: know, it might It'll work. Be, well this this episode will actually air after Thanksgiving so hopefully you know knock on wood it ends up going well but Saul that's enough talking about grilling meats uh, we are not alone in the podcast studio today would you like to introduce our guest
0: yeah, I'll give a little bit of a background. I, I found his brand through Instagram. Instagram's pushing the like shopping tab really hard.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and it popped up on Deadstock Report, like the that shopping tab, like a month ago. Like yeah. it must have been I think they switched it on some of the bigger accounts. And so I like obviously was annoyed and you know, the the reflex is to click there because that's where the activity usually is. And I kept seeing this brand pop-up and I was like wow like this stuff is really cool mm-hmm. and the thing that I kept seeing was and this might not have been a month ago it might have been more recent but it was a sweater that looked like the the Prada fishing village the um M. Leon uh village one is it wait is it ALD who does that blue like the 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 one that all the archive pages once love
1: doesn't matter this episode We aren't talking about other
0: brands. We are, but I was like, that's really cool. And like that brand's great. So started stalking the page naturally and saw that they were preparing for like a a new collection coming out soon. Um, It seemed like a pretty youthful brand, like, you know, somebody that we'd get along well with. And so I do what I normally do and went through the brands, followed people like who the brand followed looked at every person and tried to determine who ran the account and who started it um i had it i found it i followed the person and on my drive home from boston uh if you're from usaa just block this out uh i messaged Uh him um
1: for legal reasons you did uh voice voice texting exactly
0: yeah yes um and he got back to me within like 15 minutes and i was like this is super cool like I think that's one of the fastest responses ever, and he was really nice, and I was super gassed, and I was texting him on the road, and then I was like, you know what, I just got to own up to it. I'm texting and driving right now. I'll text you when I get home. We Mm -hmm. ironed out the details in like two hours. It was great. Uh, Without further ado, it is Itai, the creator of YTG LA.
3: Welcome. An honor to be here and uh, to be on this podcast with you boys. We are are happy you're here.
1: We're super excited. We're huge fans of what you do and we're really looking forward to getting to know you a little bit better and letting our audience get to know you as
3: well. Excited as well. And uh, follow up on the conversation of turkey. Um, so since you're out of oven, maybe you can try doing some uh, fried turkey. I'm not I sure if it's do. like an Asian thing that we do, but you know, uh, we do that in LA. <laughs> I have seen that.
1: And every time I see it, it's because it's like people putting it in cold and it explodes. And yeah. Then <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's, that's not, definitely not a good idea. Yeah. But yeah, the the fried turkey is like legendary if it turns out good. So yeah. so good. But times I've in- had
3: it, they're pretty good. Yeah.
1: How are you doing, man?
3: I'm doing good, man. I'm just sipping on my coffee.
1: Excellent. Coffee. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little earlier over on the west coast.
3: 10:46. So okay. uh, it's all right. Yeah. Still
1: in the AM. We're uh, we're running up on 2 p.m. here, but uh, you
3: know, yes, happy sir. to
1: be here happy you're here uh what's the vibe like over in la how's everybody doing
3: uh everyone's good you know the same lockdown we actually just had a i think there was like an imposed curfew yeah like i heard about that six or something wow but uh um, so wait what
0: yeah. what happens like say they catch you out like what happens
3: dude i don't know i, I went home around 1 a.m last night nothing happened <laughs> they catch you you have to I, post I, I a cursed fit on the main <laughs> <laughs>
1: You gotta follow Maybe. you gotta
0: unironically follow Philip Line.
1: Yep.
2: <laughs> but yeah. Well,
1: I'm glad to hear you're doing well. Glad uh, glad things are going well over on the on the West Coast. Uh, let's start things right off. This is a fashion podcast after all. Itai, can we get a fit check?
3: Yes. Um, okay. So on my head, wearing La Sportiva.
1: Nice. Hat.
3: Yeah. My body, I'm wearing uh Arcteryx insulated jacket my bottom wearing a pair of Lululemon sweatpants and on my feet wearing a pair of Hoka one-ones nice keep it light and comfy
1: very nice I actually ordered a new pair of Hokas yesterday that's like my favorite shoe to run in so
3: dude excellent product better than Nike better than Adidas shout out Hoka shout out Hoka if (laughs) if anyone from Hoka is listening please sponsor
1: us please sponsor us we we love your brand yeah Yeah.
0: I just I wish that the shoes didn't get like hyped, and I could actually buy the ones that I want. Hokas sell like, out
1: like the the tour, the, the waterproof ones that engineered garments did. They like made a non branded one or non co signed one with EG, and it still sold out right away.
3: Man, I... I've actually never seen it, but you know, I think because of COVID, people are going more outdoors, so they yeah. need to purchase more hokas, right?
1: Yeah, well, good for the brand, but yeah. We want our, we want to gatekeep <laughs> a little bit. We want to have good <laughs> news <laughs> for the haters, bad news
0: for me. Wow.
1: Great fit though. Solly boy, what, what are you wearing today?
0: Um, I have no shirt on, uh, just a hoodie um, because a lot of my stuff is in the wash. I came Absolute
1: madman. man.
0: Um, it is a, a hoodie that um, good friend Cole Cordell helped set up. Um, I believe, I don't know who made the headline. I think it might've been Dom, but I'm not sure. It could have been Nick um it was a hoodie for dead stock report that was done to raise funds for um i think it was the black lives matter movement i forget exactly what the I fund it was. was yeah was, it was donated to
1: i can't remember either it's off i can't ah, i don't remember anyways yeah. so charity hoodie cause, from dsr yes
0: charity hoodie from dsr and then i have a pair of studio Dartisan 40th anniversary gold Selvage denim pants that I've been trying to break in the fading is going terribly like they stack Uh-oh. well but they just do not fade um so I don't know um it'll get there I guess but it is it is slow going
1: I read something about rubbing your jeans rubbing raw denim with coffee beans because they're an acid and it'll break down the fabric but the fades will look natural oh. and not like your sandpaper hitting them with sandpaper
0: I I love the like, um, Reddit like theory crap Yeah, the
1: crazy like scatterbrained theories of how to fade your denim faster. <laughs> Spectacular! Uh, yeah. I'll I'll round out the fit checks. So we can do. We can blast right into the questions. I am wearing the the podden stocks, of course, classic footwear. Got to show respect to the guests and wear, wear my best potting footwear. I have a pair of Studio to Artisan socks on. They're indigo dyed. Uh, I, I have a pair of Capital jeans on, gifted to me by our very own Saul Thompson for my birthday. Thank you, Saul. Um, I have a Studio to Artisan belt. And I have a blue, blue Japan crew neck that is a, a thing of legend in the, in the pair of Kings lore for those of you who are listening and don't know, uh, Saul sent me this listing on Grailed in like May or June with no caption attached to it. He just sent the listing. I was like, that's sick. I just bought it. And Saul was like, Oh, I sent that to you f- to like, see if you liked it so I could buy it. But you know, I, uh, I Grailed sniped my boy. And
0: and then you've posted fits in it. I have posted
1: cool. a fit pick in it, but I Thank feel like so that's much. better than doing nothing. I'm honoring, guess, yeah. I'm honoring the garment by throwing it up on the main. Yeah, that's my way of validating the fact that I grilled sniped you. But yeah, uh, I guess that's fair. It's okay. It's okay. Um, regardless, that's my fit. I'm wearing all blue today. Um, Dabadi die. I was gonna say it. Damn it. On that horrible pun, we're going to blast right into our questions we wrote up for Itai. As per usual, we already talked about this one a little bit, but to start things off, we'll get a vibe chip going. Itai, how are you? Um, what have you been up to during quarantine? What have the past couple months looked like for you?
3: Um, a lot of things went on actually, but I mean, because of COVID, um, I actually got really into outdoors activities, camping. Nice trail running and uh, I actually just picked up a road bike um oh, so I that's started exciting. cycling and if I'm I'm also in college right now so I have classes I had classes but our semester just ended
1: okay mm-hmm. yeah
3: so far so good that's super
1: exciting what are you studying
3: business administration
1: very nice. exciting <laughs> good to not have. really <laughs> well it's it's i suppose it's good if you if you own your own brand to to be studying how to do business
3: well, you don't really learn it, man. You learn from experience. This is true. true. This yeah. is true.
1: Are you like giving presentations to your classmates? Like, okay, this influencer shot in my DMs trying to get free product, <laughs> so I blocked them.
3: No, I actually keep it very low key. Like a lot of people don't even know I have my own brand. You're making yeah, moves in I, silence? I, uh, yeah, I've always.
1: <laughs> we love to hear it. We love to hear it. But, you know, glad things are going well. Um, love the fact that we're all trying to get outdoors right now to the best of our ability. It's going to get really cold here soon. So that's running out of time for me, but I'll probably get out and run later today outside, enjoy the last couple outdoor
3: runs of the year before I have to get on the treadmill and be sad. Yeah, do um, <sighs> I mean there's snow in Michigan, right?
1: Yeah, we've had already like had a... like a little bit of snow, but it's going to get into the feet
3: soon. It's like ugh.
1: Get the okay. snow tires on the cars.
3: Yeah, exactly but uh, I see I've seen people where they put like a, like those chains on the bottom of your shoes what do you yeah call them? Like,
1: I need to get a pair of those they have like it's like spikes on the bottom yeah. of your shoes that will destroy pavement if it's not the right time. <laughs> definitely <laughs> yes indeed glad to hear you doing well you know we love hearing that everybody's getting outside I already talked about all this but you know glad to hear it out of curiosity what's it been like with COVID in are you in LA
0: right now? Yeah, I'm in LA. Yeah, I've heard that it's really bad just with like the, the anti-vax moms, like not wearing masks around. Maybe it's different because I mean, you're on like a college campus, but I don't know, what's that been like?
3: No, so um, I live in like like the outer area of downtown. So okay. in 626 area, like near Pasadena. Okay. And uh, I mean, every time I go out, I don't see people, I, I mean, see people wear masks, you know, every every time I go out, I've never seen anyone that doesn't wear a mask. Um, but I think everyone's following their protocols, you know. Okay. But definitely, in the first two weeks when COVID happened, that was like back in March, you know, the streets were quiet, there was no traffic, uh, the freeway was empty. Wow, and uh, I, I missed that. Yeah, I now, you know, there's, there's a lot of traffic going east or west. Uh, yeah, especially for a city like LA
1: that's known for its traffic, I'm sure that was really surreal. Right, Man.
0: so. I guess let's get, let's get right into it. What inspired you or got you to start YTG?
3: Um, so I started YTG back in 2016 while I was still in high school. Wow. And uh, so, I mean, I was really into streetwear back then, you know, mm-hmm. the, the glorious days when we were Obey Diamond. There we go. <laughs> we Stuff all like had that, the phase. There yes. it indeed. is. Right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. The phase when we were into really into supreme um mm-hmm. i remember just lining uh back in supreme I, I forgot what season it was but it was a season that the, the s panel the, no the six panel s cap was released Ooh. and i remember lining up at 7 a.m i didn't even get in the store until 7 p.m and i was just looking at the designs i was like i feel like i can design better stuff than this for you know for less and better quality and, uh, that's exactly what i did and um yeah, the first collection I did was actually made in LA. Wow, it's kind of it was kind of terrible.
1: I Okay, it.
3: yeah, because there's like a lim- there's limited amount of resource such as materials and it's hard to find a reliable manufacturer. Mm. And uh, the quality came out to be okay. And uh, later on, I just moved all the production over to China. Gotcha. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, man, that is quite the inspiring story. Waiting twelve hours for a Supreme hat that'll that'll make you think. Hey, I could do, I could do this, but I could do it better.
3: Exactly. But, well, um, yeah, I mean, they were like back then the jerseys, you know, they had some outerwear stuff like that, but it's just like, I feel like the designs were a little bit too repetitive. I definitely. Like, yeah, I could have yeah. Yeah, done better.
1: And now we'll see Supreme and Zoomies after they got bought out by, uh, whatever. Yeah. I can't even remember <laughs> the brand that bought them out, but the VF, Corp. V, uh, yeah. VF
3: Corp. They're completely yeah. corporate owned now. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like it's actually good for the brand, you know, it's managed by like a larger entity, Mm -hmm. you know, they probably have better (laughs) strategies to Oh yeah. They'll market it
1: really well. Hopefully they'll change the website for the first time since 2006. So it actually (laughs) works. Uh, Fingers crossed, you know, hopefully I I could see them having like way more success in the next couple of years, just based on having a real like venture capitalist firm running it.
3: Is it private equity or venture capital? I mean actually not the question. It's like a corp. Yeah. I don't even think they're there any of those. I don't think it's so. It's like a parent yeah. company. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I gotta watch my business terms <laughs> being a non being around a business major and having studied no, no. advertising. I'm I'm way you're out of my gone, league man. right now. Yeah. Ooh, so
3: you're you're like a, you're you're Don Draper, huh? You study advertising. <laughs> uh, oh.
1: yeah, the, the modern advertising office is absolutely nothing like Mad <laughs> I would wear hoodies and sneakers most of the time to my to my last uh, agency job but it was it's a fun it's a fun field but it's definitely nothing like the the old days
3: <laughs> with slick backs all that oh,
1: yes indeed uh on the top john smokes cigarettes in the uh, in the pot
0: office and uh, <laughs> calls me honey he smacks my ass when i turn away no and i dropped, uh, dropped the <laughs> progress reports on his desk he's like good job honey
1: oh god i
0: keep going to the head of hr but it keeps forwarding to john Hogaboom. they just get thrown into the uh thrown the, into the
1: trash the terrible. good
3: Lord. Yeah. Oh <laughs> sexually harassing all the uh all the models
1: oh no exactly yeah me me and more of me it's terrible if anyone doesn't know this is sarcastic it's sarcastic (laughs) absolutely
0: sarcastic john has been nothing but sweet and respectful Uh, thank you thank you (laughs)
1: um okay bringing it back itai what does ytg stand for
3: what do you guys think
1: i have an idea (laughs) but uh but educate us or the so, uh the
3: listener at home if they might not know so stands for my initials basically Tai gang there okay. we go
1: that's um yeah. 99% what i figured it was but you know for for our listeners at home little tidbit of knowledge so yeah. you uh, you can get tapped in the insider information
3: about ytg keep it keep it low key <laughs> yeah don't tell People people's been, uh, people thought that same like Year of the Goat or Young Doug Gaming or Year of Gaming. Goat. Goat. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Year of the Goat, <laughs> Young Doug Gaming. What else? Young Trap God or something like that. Oh. Something like that. That's, pretty creative. <laughs> oh, that's really creative. Yeah.
1: That's sick.
0: Yeah. So how's the new collection doing? I know you guys open pre-orders. Um, mm-hmm. Are they still open? Just for anybody. Yep. Who, oh, I guess this comes out in like two weeks, but um at the moment they are still open
3: right yeah yeah so by the time this podcast comes out then it probably wouldn't be open anymore gotcha. but um yeah it's going to be open till next monday mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah everything is going well. with our best collection yet i say that with yeah. every collection because it's so like, sick i'll do ourself yeah. yeah
0: like just yeah. looking through yeah. it yeah completely like it's, like, it's really really great stuff
1: yeah it's it's like very well done my friend
3: it's it's excellent what are what are, some, what are some of your favorite pieces?
1: My favorite piece is definitely the uh, the cable knit pants. These ones,
3: they okay. appear yeah. in
1: my feed all the time. Yeah. They're like haunting me. The, the advertising is
3: doing a great job. You know, they, it's doing
1: a spectacular <laughs> job. I see them all the time, but it's like an ad I'm not mad at because like Very okay, cool. these pants are so sick.
3: Yeah,
1: but the knitwear like, like, like all around you're just is like so a step
3: sick. away from blocking the Instagram profile. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta yeah. walk that line at least it's
0: like decent stuff it's not like a gilded printed go sipping lean page it's not like... yeah
1: babe babe hoodie bart simpson <laughs> like my usual ads <laughs> No, <they're>, like <sighs> super super well done i'm really excited to uh yeah. to just see the continuation of the brand as a whole
0: yeah um But
1: yeah, I mean, how is the new collection doing? And what's the
0: development process like for a new collection? If you can kind of tell us a little bit about that.
3: Yeah, I mean, so the new collection has been doing good. best collection yet. And the development process usually starts with just an idea. And I don't really design with like a theme in mind. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just basically get inspired from whatever I see, if I go out or, you know, what I see online. And uh, so the design process, I can pump out designs within one or two weeks. And the sampling process is about one or two two months, depending on the difficulty of the Garmin, develop, the Garmin development process.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And then uh, after the samples, we will kind of shoot contents. So that could be lookbooks, editorials, stuff like that. And then we'll determine which piece we want to release and put them all together in a collection. Nice. And then we we'll put them in production.
0: Very nice. Yeah. Yep. When you say editorial kind of stuff, are you like taking this kind of in a, in a modern direction where you're trying to stay away from conventional like oh are you advertising in like magazines and websites and whatever or are you trying to keep it like just on the internet and do your, your advertising through Instagram which is obviously pretty successful if like you know that's mm-hmm. how I'm finding you and I'm assuming a lot of people
3: know about you through that um, very yeah, roundabout I mean, question right. but like yeah right. no great question <laughs> I mean the most effective strategy that we've used is basically on what's called marketing online right digitally through instagram and facebook um but i mean all the kind of features that we get from magazines you know such as gq zobe report uh, we gotta actually get it organically i think the editors actually find our brand on instagram or through like the ways you know the digital advertising and then they feature us um but um but yeah besides that it's pretty organic it's super sick
1: and like taking a step back this is insane like the success you've seen at such a young age too yeah that's really impressive how do you like manage your time with it i feel like you got to be so busy
3: dude yeah i mean especially this month i've been extremely busy um i mean i sleep around one or two i mean that's maybe not late to some people but for me it's really late yeah um but yeah, you know, overall the schedule is pretty time consuming. You got school, you got the brand to work on and uh, you know, sometimes trying to get an exercise going, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, just overall time management, you know?
1: Definitely. Well, we appreciate you taking the time to sit down with us because you're, yeah. you're a busy dude.
3: Yeah. Uh um, no, I'm not, you know. I'm I'm free for you guys anytime. Oh, thank you so much,
1: man. It <laughs> means a lot. That does
0: remind me I am downstairs. Please let me in. It's it's cold. It's 71 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. So uh on the brand, let's let's take a little look into the future if we can. Mm-hmm. Of course, no uh don't have to spoil anything if you don't want to, but uh do you have anything that's on the horizon that's that's in development? Uh maybe the first YTG shoe collab, any interesting silhouettes, like what's, uh, what's up next for the brand?
3: So what's up next for YTG? I mean, besides just releasing cool uniquely designed pieces made of quality materials and sustainable materials. There we go. Um, I actually want to pitch it to like investment firm, such as private mm-hmm. equity, maybe venture capital. I want to take in more corporate. I actually want, it, want to, once you make the pieces more accessible, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of the price points and, um, you know, I want to expand the team to make it, you know, more professional, Nice. but nothing's in concrete. You know, why, why I say that I want to pitch to an investment firm. I haven't started that yet. Sure. But, yeah. Um, but I mean, in regards to shoes, I'm pretty sure you guys saw that on my Instagram. That's why you guys are asking this question. So it's actually another brand I'm co-founding with another friend of mine. Um, we're developing this, uh, athleisure brand called Moby nice. and, uh, yeah, so we're launching with a pair of sustainably made shoes. Wow. The upper knit is made from recycled plastic bottles. Wow. And the insole is made from algae. And the outsole is made from uh, recycled rubber. That's amazing. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. Goodness are gracious.
0: You, when you mean athleisure, are they made to be like runners? Like, you know, are they...
1: It's like an everyday... Like running shoes? Or is it yeah. just kind
0: of like comfortable shoes that, you know, I I, I hesitate to say they, they forbid a name of Allbirds, but like an everyday <laughs> shoe?
3: Yeah right so yeah when we talk about let's say athlete here i'm really we're really focused on the versatility so that means you can wear these shoes indoor and outdoor Mm -hmm. but you know i I wouldn't recommend john wearing Moby's to you know running in the snow because he's definitely gonna trip um but i feel like it'll be great for you know big cities such as you know la san francisco or even new york right um a pair of shoes that you can wear to the office or just go on a hike on the weekend you yeah. know, one that reduces you know consumer consumption you know mm-hmm. just buy less shoes because this shoes this pair of shoes will do it all i feel like it's and also then, uh, hard yeah.
0: for people to find shoes that one look good but two mm-hmm. fit in with like an everyday because like mm-hmm. i think sometimes we forget and i i i hate to use like you know or get up on a pedestal and say like oh we but like you know i try different things like oh i'll wear weird asic shoes to the office or whatever but like realistically like you know my co-workers they wear uh like new balances um or like all birds or things like that and they just want something comfortable that looks good mm-hmm. and currently you know all birds they don't look great and they last four months like if you're really, really? wearing oh, a, I didn't, they, I didn't oh my god you can super. shred through them john like the soles okay. aren't that great huh. um and i think the uppers get dirty really quickly but you can't put them in the in the wash yeah but like you know i think that's that's a really cool niche to occupy like oh, at most leisure, definitely is a huge, huge market right now. I know, um, there's a golf brand called Titleist right now that's trying to expand and do more like casual clothing because the, um, like the, the work environment has changed. Like people just wear like polos or like, yeah, you wear a
1: golf boat. You dress like you're going to play golf. Yeah. So like
0: they're trying to be like, you know, you don't have to go and purchase from another brand. You get Titleist and then you can walk right out of the office and go to the club and it's fine. Um, like athleisure, I think is huge, and I think that's definitely a, a cool space to innovate in, especially if you make something that is functional and like looks
2: good.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Super excited to see uh, where that goes. So
0: sustainability. We just said like, um, Moby shoes are going to be made out of like recycled um, plastic from bottles and algae. Um, and even in the new collection, I think you said that 50% of all items are sustainable and all of the packaging is done with corn. Do I have that correct?
3: Yeah, cornstarch, made from cornstarch. Yeah. That's awesome. So it's um, yeah, uh, biodegradable. Cool. Wow, that's, really, um, that's great.
0: Yeah. But sustainability seems to be like a really big focus. Um, so I guess, first of all, like, can you tell us a little bit about how you make sure things that you're making are sustainable and using, you know, certain materials and things like that. And how do you source materials like that? Um, but also, like, what are your goals um, in the, like, sphere of sustainability, whether that be with YTG or Moby, Like, is it to be, or is it to have every product that you put out be, like, you know, recycled materials or whatever, or be, you know, at the end of the day, biodegradable? Or, like, what is it that you hope to accomplish with this, this um, aspect to your... I hate to say business, but it is a business, your mm-hmm, business. Right.
3: So, yeah, I mean, so the reason why we want to do sustainability is because we wanted to, you know, make sure that the brand is kind of presented in an authentic way.
2: Mm-hmm. That's
3: something that we truly care about. And we were just trying to realize, we, we kind of, we like video games. You know, we like, like some of our uh, the teammates like uh, anime. Nice. And, but, I mean, we, most of the time we really care about how to, you know, better in the environment. So if that comes down yeah. to sustainability, and in terms of sourcing the sustainable material, we always try to find the material, the sustainable materials that are certified. Whether it will mm-hmm. be like uh, that, uh, whether it will be certified by Control Union, or you know oeko or some you know European you know third-party affiliates that will certify the sustainable materials. We also want to make sure that we're not just kind of bullshitting you. Like we actually yeah. have evidence that our right, this is sustainable. Yeah. And. Um, I mean, also when it comes to down to our production, we only work with like, you know, we work, we make our products are made in China, yeah. but everything's made ethically yeah. and, uh, you know, the workers are get compensated fairly, um, they get paid more than minimum wage, I think. And, uh, they do have lunch break and everything is well ventilated. Great condition. That's so awesome. Production and materials sustainable for sure. And uh, for the future, I mean, right now the team is so small and we don't have the budget to hire like a consultant to actually measure our CO2 emission. Mm -hmm. It's actually, I feel like it's very hard to do. But once we have enough budget or resource, we'll definitely want to do something like that. But in my opinion... You know no brand can be 100 percent sustainable because yeah. you know yeah you're driving out like your car is producing co2 right now like yep. we're breathing or producing co2 but we can try our best to reduce pollution as much as possible yeah
1: absolutely yeah that's that's really exciting and a huge like huge pedestal to to stand on there's so many brands that are starting up nowadays that don't care at all about that. So it, it means a lot yeah. that you're, you're taking such an active interest and in making such an effort to, to provide a sustainable product.
0: Yeah. And like you said, like, it's yeah. it's really refreshing that it's not just like a marketing gimmick.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You really care about it too. So it's not like corporate people just saying, Oh, plant some trees <laughs> for the, for the PR.
3: <laughs> it's I, I think it's just our generation, you know, we, yeah, we I care think, about the future. And, that's uh, true. Our best yeah. It. It'd Guys, be... for, every, uh, for every jacket I make, I'm going to make an uh,
0: entire species of uh, small marsupial extinct. Don't worry, it's sustainable. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, Saul's only working with chinchilla leather for his new collection. <laughs> yeah,
3: I, uh, yeah, I choked them to death personally. So oh my god.
1: We don't use bullets.
3: They had to die anyways, right? So, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah they yeah. only yeah.
1: live till they're like 30. Chinchillas yeah, live till like inevitable. 30 years old.
3: <laughs> right. Oh so my I'm, gosh. I'm just gonna end your misery here. Like, you're hungry. Like, chinchilla's not eating. <laughs> oh my god. Yo, we're gonna get canceled.
1: <laughs> no, yeah. For everyone listening, don't take anything we say too seriously.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, that chinchilla definitely, if you hear squeaking in the background, it's definitely all jokes. Yes, of course. <laughs> um,
1: no, please, we're. We promise we're joking. We're joking.
3: We're joking. We're
1: joking. <laughs> Anyways, moving down the list, we talked a little bit, or we heard you talk a little bit in the last question about this, but, uh, what is the team like at YTG, um, are you mostly behind the design or is there a group of people that help you out with that? Like inspo iteration, etc.?
3: So, yeah, I basically manage like design and supply chain, which is I like, see. you know, day to day kind of day to day operations as well. And, uh, so currently there's a team of four, Josh, James and Boris. And James and Boris kind of focus more on like advertising and a little bit of marketing. Cool. Mm -hmm. And uh, Josh is like a consultant that kind of oversees a lot of things and kind of give out advice. And uh, yeah, so it's just us four and uh, overall it's pretty efficient. And I definitely want to expand the team a little bit more, but it's hard to find talented people that are willing to work hard. Um, At least I haven't haven't seen them yet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: yeah that is uh it's definitely a process but that's awesome like you guys are accomplishing quite a bit for a team of four that's kind
3: of crazy yeah. thank you so much and uh yeah, we get this a lot people say that you know YTG seems like it's managed by like a large team of people but at the end of the day it's only us four so uh
1: that's amazing
3: yeah, yeah. you guys shout out to the team what you're doing. Yeah,
1: shout <laughs> out to the team we uh we Shouts. appreciate all you guys
2: yeah
1: so
0: you've Advertised on Instagram, but obviously you've missed mm-hmm. out on a prime advertising opportunity. Um, the <laughs> best page on the, the platform, debatably better um, than YTG itself, is Parrot King's Pod on Instagram. <laughs> um, why are you not giving us stuff and having it post for you rather than paying Instagram to post? Just doesn't like, you say you study business, it just,
3: do <laughs> they not teach you this? Like, is this not in curriculum? Mm. See, to be honest, that's my biggest regret of 2020. You know?
1: like, <laughs> not, yeah, not having us just uh, headline the campaign.
3: <laughs> right. I mean, to be honest, I think I was a little bit nervous when I saw you guys. I, I didn't know if it was the right decision to reach out to you guys or not. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Want, I don't want to. Just, I don't. I don't want to be ghosted. I don't want to have my DM left on red. Of course. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. Yeah. when I saw John with his, you know, kids See ghost sweatshirt with his North Face puffer vest, I was like, yo. That, that's the correct influence that I want, I want to have on my ambassador program, you know?
1: Naturally, yeah, yeah with, my, with my 800 followers on Instagram. <laughs> such, <laughs> such a big page.
3: Hey, that's a lot of people. That can fill up like, a, like a two warehouses. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. But um, yeah, we can definitely move something, you know, move forward with some, you know, type of sponsorships. But um, yeah, but I mean, another question for you guys, how come you guys are not supporting? Oh, no, we'll we're we're supporting. Supporting. Brent, right? <laughs> Don't
1: you worry. I I plan on pre-ordering the pants. I was waiting till after the episode. I I love okay. like supporting was, all of our uh, all of our guests.
0: Okay. My uh, my girlfriend is a is a is a fan of your your white sweater. She's in the other room, so I'm trying not to talk too loud. She's a fan of your white sweater mm-hmm. for pre-order, and I think I'm gonna pre-order it for her okay. for Christmas. Let's go.
3: No, wait. The white sweater has in like the uh, the fisherman's crew neck. Yes, or? the cable net. Yeah, Yeah i wanted to i wanted to ask about sizing though okay yeah. listen since it's your girlfriend and it's for a good deed i'm gonna give it to you for free,
0: okay no 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 I, no, no, I no no we gotta support we're supporting we're supporting, we're supporting.
1: <laughs> all right the next, next two hours will be us arguing back and forth <laughs> <laughs> me, me no. each other. Yeah. <laughs> like venmo tennis <laughs> John <laughs> Ryan's playing Venmo tennis. On multiple
0: I'm videos. currently winning. Yeah, I, I'm gonna sneak up on you. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever heard a story? Okay, real quick aside. You know how um, it's weird, but if you don't turn it off, Venmo sends you a text, an email, and a like app notification. Okay. So a guy broke up, or a girl cheated on her boyfriend. And she insisted that he pay her back for like something random. It was like $80. And she, I don't know. The guy was just like done with it. He'd been cheated on. He was mad. And wait, she wanted runner. to pay him? Somewhere on Reddit. Or wait. No, no. He, she wanted, he wanted money from him. After she cheated it on him. It was weird.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Maybe. I don't know. Whatever it was. <laughs> Al- alimony right there. <laughs> yeah, something there we go. Something like that. He wrote a program for Venmo that would send her... Um, like one cent increments on venmo like 25 times at three in the morning so it would just like light up her phone with notifications at 3 a.m and he paid her the 80 dollars over like how many days is that like 25 cents times 80
1: nothing but respect (laughs) uh, goodness gracious oh my gosh
3: that's a privilege you have when you're smart you know yeah there you go you you earn that
1: right through your studies to to mess with people on a higher level
3: yeah so
1: and legally yes although annoyingly but okay (laughs) bringing it back to the questions uh going kind of on the on the path that we've been with uh advertising marketing what is your vision for the ideal ytg buyer um who are they what kind of stuff do they enjoy why are they uh why are they associated with ytg
3: So at the end of the day, since I kind of manage all the designs, it's basically a reflection of myself, and um, I consider myself to be, you know, I I mean, I want to be as authentic as as genuine as possible for sure, while Mm -hmm. being creative, and um, you know, so basically the YTG clothes, YTG designs are basically an expression. So it's basically for whoever is creative wants to be creative. Or, you know, just want to express himself in like an authentic and genuine way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
1: Love it. That's yeah, awesome. I mean, that, that, I definitely think that speaks to your designs. Uh, very creative. Mm-hmm. Very, I love the colors you use. And it just seems very thoughtful and uh, and well-designed.
2: Yeah.
3: Appreciate it, man. Yeah.
0: It's always nice to see a brand like, you know, at the end of the day, it is a business and you want to make money. But it's it's nice to see stuff that looks good as well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like,
1: Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> so that is effort put into it like we yeah. want become efforts,
1: <laughs> yes, indeed. um, and it's always like obviously we love supporting small creators, so it's great, you know, I'd rather spend the money for a sweater with someone who I know rather than some giant corporation who doesn't care I'm just another sale for them like yeah. I'd rather s- support like the people who who I get to talk with on a daily basis. That means a lot. Yeah.
3: Exactly. Well, yeah, we better start texting each other then, man. Yes yeah, sir. So oh, we, can, we, we can, keep, keep can up buy with more. all the guests. <laughs> Perfect.
1: Well, we we'll it'll get to a point where it's like, "Oh my gosh, guys, I recorded with you 2 months ago. You guys have to stop texting me." That's what you'll be saying to us in January.
3: <laughs> like next week you try to look at my Instagram profile, but I just blocked you. Blocked. So you exactly.
0: <laughs> we uh we set the uh the podcast profile picture to black and just make the 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 bio, like real ones know what's up, don't text. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh so, Utah, what's your vision for, uh, I'm sorry, what kind of stuff would you like to do with the brand in the future? Like, would you want to do runway shows? Is there like some sort of cool thing that you have planned, you know, to showcase um, the new collection, whether that be like a virtual, I don't know, showcase or who knows? Um, is there like a partnership in the works? Like, what's what's i guess more like the publicity side but what's in the in in the in the cards for for ytj
3: mm, okay so regarding let's say publicity or like pr we never really focus anything on that everything comes out pretty organically mm-hmm. uh but in terms of future we just want to release as many cool designs as possible and uh, and i don't know about runway shows because i feel like somewhat phony yeah because at the end of the day, it's a bunch of people in the same industry that just go to the same shows. Yeah, but why don't we create something that's, you know, focused more on consumers, people that support the brand. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the end of the day, I want to create like a community around YTG. you know, people that are creative, people that are, that are, that care about the environment or their community. Mm-hmm. Um, basically just creating like a, like a group of, you know, like a community around the brand that are just want to, that want to better the environment and the people mm-hmm. you know, while being, cre- like what's creative ways.
1: That's great. That's, awesome. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Super excited to see just where things continue to go in the future mm-hmm. with, uh, with the brand um, continuing on the topic of the brand. Uh, you, you do have an ambassador program with YTG. Uh, what's, what's your goal with the ambassador program? Just, just having more eyes on the brand or like, how do you pick who to, who to be an ambassador, everything, everything around surrounding that. Sorry. I am
3: stumbling over my words with this question. <laughs> No, you guys are good. Uh, But I mean, how come you guys haven't applied? I've been been waiting for the application.
1: I need to get one in. (laughs) Yeah. Add something to the resume. You guys are the perfect candidates. But... uh, Do I need to shave my mustache before I apply? (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
2: God.
3: Uh, But I mean, in regards to the ambassador program, like, you know, the goal is to create a community of people that wants mm. to positively impact their their, their community, and uh, also just you know enlist imba- uh, creative people on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but you know, I think that's pretty much it. We never really focus on sales because yeah, it's just not something that we worried about. But it's more like how can we really expand the brand awareness or you know, you know, our branding value.
1: Most mm-hmm. well, definitely. Yep. Um, I mean, yeah. When you when you focus on that kind of stuff, I think the sales will come. Like they'll, yeah. I mean, they're already there, but they'll they'll continue to uh, grow organically because people will just see you as an authentic brand and not one that's just trying to cram your product mm-hmm. into everybody's eyes
3: yeah well wait aren't we actually doing that because you see the ads every day but they're good (laughs) like there's such a
1: from an advertising mind like myself i am i get so annoyed by like 90 percent of instagram ads because they're not you see right through them but like yours are yours are like tastefully put together from someone who hates commercials like big respect to you my friend you do it well
3: thank you so much you're welcome The praise emoji (laughs) <laughs> so where are you getting inspiration
0: for new collections like you said that you can conceptualize like a piece and, and get it you know to your sample maker whoever's making samples maybe you it's the same com- or uh mm-hmm. factory but like you know is it just you're walking around and something pops in your head are you reading certain things are you watching certain things like how are you
3: ideating you know these things to Create. So so ideas come from everywhere, man. Like, why are you taking a shower? Why are you on the toilet? <laughs> why are you washing your hands? Why, like, right before you go to sleep, these ideas just kind of come to you. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why you always got to keep a notebook, you know, just phone right next to you to kind of record those ideas. Yeah. But as you can see, with the recent collection, there's, there's been a lot of, like, like nature stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
3: So I think that's partly because, you know, because of COVID, we are able to go out more often, like, to the outdoors. Like, mm-hmm. like go on camping trips hiking and uh, you can you just kind of get inspired by nature you're like what if I can just yeah. put this beautiful landscape scenery on this sweater or how can I combine this like beautiful color of you know the plant on the sweater on, on like a item and mix them together stuff like that and also from I gotta say vintage movies they also there's also a lot of inspirations uh in the like the vintage movies but yeah besides that I think it's just, like, from my everyday activities to what I see. And I just get inspired every day, man. Love it. Do you
1: have yeah. some favorite movies that have, like,
0: uh, informed your work at all? Or, you know, like...
3: Uh, yeah, so, actually, I really love those, like, vintage Hong Kong movies.
1: Oh, nice. Okay. Um,
3: yeah. Uh, I'm not sure the name. But, like, yeah, there's a guy named Stephen Chow, I think. Uh, that's, I think that's the uh, English name. And uh, his, all his vintage movies, they're actually pretty stylish and uh, he's like a comedian but like you know all the things that he wore and he wore in those movies were pretty inspiring and uh yeah but i mean in terms of like american movies i don't really know a lot of interest movies I, I i watch a lot of like those uh, mafia movies like um, shoot, like uh there's a movie called bronx tale that's okay. my favorite yeah i'll have to give that a look i haven't seen that yeah it's a really good movie you Very check nice. it out
1: yeah. i absolutely will all right, stepping back from the brand, back to you. Uh, we, we talked a little bit about this at the beginning, but what do you like to do outside of fashion? Uh, we, we heard you, you've been getting outdoors a lot, but uh, what is what are your hobbies? Like everything, everything along with that.
3: Um, yeah, so outdoors activity, camping, hiking, you know, everything's got kind of cycling. Besides that, I think, yeah, that's pretty much it. I stopped drinking, so, you know. Nice definitely yeah, definitely a really good life choice and uh, besides that I, actually i like to cook
1: oh cool yeah, i like it
3: yeah i love cooking
1: what's your favorite oh, yeah. thing to
3: cook dude i'll say pasta because it's yeah. kind of easy but it's also so good mm-hmm. and uh what makes a difference is you gotta put heavy whipping cream and uh, a lot of butter yes yeah.
1: that'll make just about anything yeah. taste good yeah. too <laughs>
3: and, and fresh tomato sauce fresh tomato Ooh. sauce is. Amazing. preferably from like italian grandmother
1: Yes. If you're on um, the ideal, if you're, excuse me,
0: into pesto, the best advice that I can give you is go to like home Depot and just grow your own basil plant. Yeah. Like it takes no work. Basil like super yeah, easy I,
1: to grow. I, We're I grew, having pesto tonight with yeah. homemade pesto from basil we grew. Yeah. I grew it my slaps. own basil plant
0: in the, the alleyway behind my apartment and I made some of the best pesto I've ever had in my life. Um, you know you just go out you pick however you know and you it's yours
1: like, too it's like yeah i did this i i grew these leaves myself yeah.
3: have you made your own
1: pasta itai
3: yeah i have um i i bought this i think it's called mercado okay not, i forgot the name of the brand but it's like a mercado pasta maker machine like you oh nice you gotta, you gotta form into a dough and then uh, you feed it into the machine isn't that fun
1: to do we yeah i do that at home too it's like it makes such a difference at the end product too. it there's nothing like pasta you just made
3: no no box pasta compares but i mean to be honest trader joe's pastas are pretty good as well
1: (laughs) i wish i knew we don't have a trader joe's what yo that sucks we've tried we there's like on their website you can like propose a new location and we've been trying for so mm-hmm. long to get a trader joe's by me but <laughs> hasn't worked out quite yet yeah. everybody go
0: to the trader joe's website and request for <laughs> uh I, I guess i won't dox john, That's not john. No, 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 just say just say put it near john Hogaboom yeah don't even give a location they'll know yeah, they,
1: they can find me if they want yeah. to
0: yeah. There, there people will talk to
1: people. yeah, like I said, I have like 800 followers on Instagram. <laughs> kind of a big deal yeah. with well, a Wikipedia page. So
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, Itai, do you have any designers that you look up to? Like, are there people that you see their work and you're like, wow, like this is incredible. Like I, you know, I want YTG to look like this. Um, are you kind of just doing your own thing? Are there people that, you know, you like to, to wear? I guess that's a weird Frozen, but like brands that you really enjoy, um either small or big or high fashion or just stuff that you're seeing in your everyday.
3: Um yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I'm I'm definitely interested in, in brands and designers as well. Mm. Um so I mean some of the designers that I kind of like I don't really focus on a lot of like other designers, but some of the ones I've seen are I love, you know, JW Anderson. I think his mix with colors and you know patchwork or even you know just like this, those wearable silhouettes are definitely very cool to see mm-hmm. and i love joe sanders kind of uniform look something that you can actually wear you know just on like, a, like a night out um but some other brands i love aiming down door by the way
1: yeah uh, they do I good stuff
3: as, yeah, their stuff looks very mature and looks very well curated and most importantly their quality is really uh, really good as well um, some other brand. What else? You know, I love outdoor brands. You know, Prana, Outdoor Research, um, Arcteryx, um, you know, La Sportiva, Arcterics all those brands. So you know. good. It's
1: so yeah. good. Dude, Great
3: brand. You know, because they're focused on performance. They, they focus on functionality. They don't care about anything yeah. else. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why they're so good. Amount of like,
0: yeah. Yeah, the aesthetic my, um,
3: comes my with it. Dad. Right.
0: I was gonna say my girlfriend's dad has all of his like ski stuff and like random stuff is all Arcteryx. Um, And so we went up to Vermont and I didn't have like a jacket. So I got to wear her dad's Arcteryx jacket. And I was like falling out.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Those things are expensive. They go go, go up like 600 to like more than a thousand. I
1: have a a hot tip for some very heavily discounted outerwear, like Arcteryx
3: patagucci
1: uh no not the five finger you. discount uh north face. <laughs> it's got a bunch of different brands though it's a website i think it's a subsidiary of rei it's called steepandcheap.com. steep S-T- and cheap.com oh no way I heard it. dude I it heard is it. legit like Wait. cheap cheap arc and patagonia like north face merrill so all you podcast listeners who've made it this far into the interview enjoy that free tip and i hope you get some sick outerwear but
3: yeah oh highly recommend also also, yeah. yeah, also yeah, backcountry's having a sale so you know make Ooh. sure you go caught something yes you know, indeed. not sponsored by the way
1: so not sponsored yet gotta, <laughs> yeah. keep, gotta stay yeah. hopeful yeah. Yeah. Okay. backcountry mm-hmm. xytg coming soon
3: yeah. that will be nice
1: this this may sound random do you like mm-hmm. um Moo at all i just
0: we recently figured yeah. out how to say the name correctly. Pretty big deal. but We thought it was Jacomé um, for a
1: long time. I, I thought it was Jacques.
3: yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah,
1: we were saying that for like the first five months of this <laughs> so podcast. And then a French, so a guy from France DM'd us. He's like, hey, just yeah. so you know, you guys are saying it wrong the entire
3: time. <laughs> we well, well, Loki, it, so, it sounds, it sounds like right. Do.
1: Yeah, I oh thought it like God. looking at it. I was like, oh, I'm definitely getting this right. Yeah. It's definitely Jacomé, <laughs> uh, but no, it's, apparently it's Mou.
3: Jacquemont yeah I love Jacquemont dude there I, I forgot what season it was I think it was like SS20 they did like a show on like a like the field of oh, lavender yeah. or something like flowers so dude, beautiful beautiful
1: their uh, shows are amazing their yeah. most recent one was in like a barley field so they like kept with that theme and it was all zigzagged. and it was socially distanced too they had all the chairs like in the field six feet apart because it was such a big it was like a quarter mile long runway and they had uh, the models are like out it of was So long, it's like you better be. Hope you're wearing your hokas on the feet because you know if you're in high heels, that might be a tough
3: walk through a quarter mile uh, field.
1: But um, it was it was really amazing.
3: It's one we got a show favorite. in November, so we got to start training in June. You know for that yeah. walk, yeah, <laughs> it's a leg day
1: every day. But there's yo, a, a Jack
3: Wu model like benching like 185
2: <laughs> for the <this> show. <laughs>
3: Uh, actually, no. Talking about like the, the physical labor of like runway shows, you know, mm. I rem- remember one that what happened to Kanye. I think it was the second show. He did it outdoors, and the models were just getting exhausted, and they actually blacked out. I think.
1: Some oh my god! Ahead. I didn't know yeah. that.
3: I think it was like the second show for the yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I forgot.
1: Yeah, yeah. For Easy season, someone. Yeah, I forgot. Honestly, it. models that is-
3: work really hard. I mean, they do. All the models. Yeah. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. I wow. mean, going back to the topic, you know, do I like uh, Jacques? Uh, Jack, how do you, how do you say it? Jack-moo. <laughs> Jack-moo. Jacques- 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 I'll always Jacques- be team
1: jack <laughs> Jacques uh,
3: Jack-moo. Jacques- um, I think, you know, his blend of colors and silhouettes are very nice as well. Especially, I love, you know, the fact that it's so kind of you unisex. Know, like, his runway shows, there's always, like, males and females. But it's just like, like, the silhouette can be worn on, you know, both males and females. Mm-hmm. And um, his, like, earthy tones is definitely very beautiful and um he adds like very distinctive and little small unique details onto the garments that makes it just you know takes it to like another level yeah so, it's it's yeah.
1: like definitely the devils in the details on those uh i love yeah. how the brand's instagram is also his personal instagram <laughs> yeah. so he's like uploading selfies while also like showing off the new pieces yeah. and stuff it feels very authentic like it's like right. oh it's just this guy it's simon rather than right. this giant brand entity Um, he
3: seems like a really cool dude anyways
1: yeah he does so uh jackma xytg coming soon you heard it here first (laughs) (laughs) I wish. Uh, you never know man anyways coming down to the end of our list of questions uh kind of a big one here what is your goal in the world of fashion
3: my goal in the world of fashion i actually so as i mentioned previously i think like like the fashion industry, in my opinion, right? It's a little bit phony.
2: Mm-hmm. It's
3: just like, why do you have to price your item so high? Why do you have to make it so seem so distant? Money. Right. Exactly. I mean, money, and guess just like this, you know, this psychology of like not getting it actually makes people want it even more. Yeah. It's like yeah. the
1: FOMO mentality.
3: Yeah. yeah. And um, I mean, my goal is just basically create a brand that's accessible while providing great quality and uh, that's beneficial to the environment. People simple as that. Wow. And, that is uh, perfect.
2: Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: I don't want it to be a fashion brand. I want it to be a retail brand. Okay. You know, I want to have, I want to have like a lot of retail stores across it, with like with like um, something that you can experience. You know, I was thinking mm-hmm. like, I was thinking like when we expand to retail stores later on, we can even introduce our little couture program. Not mm-hmm. something as fancy as like the luxury designer houses would do, but it's more like, all right, you want a you want a nice, simple piece of corduroy jacket, but what kind of corduroy do you want? Do you want made of polyester or cotton? And we can make it according to your shape. And uh, mm-hmm. it's not going to cost like tens of thousands of dollars, but maybe just a few hundred dollars. Yeah. So, you know, something like that, just kind of interact with customers. I, mm-hmm. you know, I want to talk with my customers, supporters, just to kind of learn and um, grow from there.
1: Yeah. I mean, as we've seen, you're a very approachable person messaging yeah. Saul back so fast <laughs> that he had to text and drive. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> sure. but that's awesome. You know, it's yeah. great to, like I was talking about before, it's great to have like just this knowledge that small brand owners are real people. They're not like this giant corporation and they want genuinely good things for their brand. It's mm-hmm. not just all about making a ton of money. It's, you know, making a difference and providing a good quality product to people at an accessible exactly.
3: price. Right. And I also want to mention that giant corporations are not always bad. Right. No, definitely I mean, not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you look at Patagonia, you're like, you know, yep. I think his name is Yves. you should not do, I'm terrible with French, <laughs> French <laughs> names, but <laughs> patagonia genuinely cares about the environment whatever kind of societal impact they're making you know they Mm -hmm. donate to a lot of charities to you know to just positively impact the the community around them and uh yeah patagonia is definitely one of the top brands that are super authentic and oh definitely i don't want to be exactly like them but in terms of how they organize their impacts or like community that's something that's somewhere where i want to be
1: yeah, definitely very admirable over there. And the fact that they'll like repair your items
3: yeah, repair 20
1: years after the so fact. Mm. Yeah. LLB used to do that, but then people were buying yeah. duck boots at garage sales and like sending them in and getting a new pair. Yeah. But so they had to shut that down. But
3: that's a system, that's a loophole, you know. It was yeah, they found a loophole and then L bean was like,
1: okay, guys, yeah. you gotta All stop.
3: Right. Yeah. <laughs> Well a lot of those outdoor brands you know like Osprey like the backpacks or even Arc'teryx they all stand by their products and mm-hmm. they offer repair programs. Yeah but they're I really proud of what they do. Yeah, I don't know if you can introduce that to like you know fashion brands because I feel like somewhat difficult. Dude mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funny because some customer will email me and be like yo I've worn this like 12 times and uh, he's like oh yeah this this seam broke I'm like, dude, you, I don't, I don't know what you did in those pants. You bought them like six months ago. <laughs> I don't know. That's no, like, man, you're not, you supposed to do yoga in them or something, right?
0: <laughs> Ita, I've been playing uh, pickup basketball for these in a year or for a year and a half. Um, listen, like one of the uh, one of the knits is coming out. Uh, what the fuck, dude? Seriously? Can you send
1: me the entire new collection for free <laughs> Nice payment? <laughs>
3: That, yo, my my cousin my, my nephew ripped my sweater apart like be- <laughs> yeah, this is your
1: fault somehow
3: <laughs> right. but you know we I, try uh i of was it. i was incentivized
0: to put this shirt through the uh through the shredder uh okay. i don't know why but it didn't hold up uh can i have a new one <laughs> <laughs> yes you can
3: actually you know we actually try to do uh we try to do that like whatever whatever we think is reasonable so this is basically case by case basis but whatever is reasonable, and if we kind of sense that maybe like five percent of the reason why it's broken is because of us, then we'll just you know refund you or give you a new item. You know, we stand by our product quality Definitely. and
0: uh,
1: yeah, very admirable. Mm-hmm.
0: So Etai, we have one more question. It is the the cornerstone <laughs> of the Pair of Kings podcast experience, the, the holy grail, the, the big the, one, um, cream of the crop, the. Wait. Uh,
3: John, what else? what else is it?
1: It's the big right. one. That's all I got to say. Am I ready one.
3: for this? It's my Wi-Fi disconnecting. I think my, my, my laptop's dying. I got to go, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks.
0: But I, if you had a year to eat, a wooden door, hinges and doorknob included, do you think you could do it? And if so, how?
3: What kind of question is that, dude? It's every
1: every fashion podcast should talk about eating this.
3: <laughs> All right. So so I'm eating the door because I have to or because I want to? Because and yeah, yeah. Go
1: ahead. It's that's a tough one. It's it's mm-hmm. we base it on human accomplishment. There is no reward. The reward is just knowing you're
3: capable of eating a door. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Let's make a disclaimer first. Yes. Don't ever eat a door. Please do. Yeah. Uh, yes. If we you don't have not, to eat a door, we are not have, responsible. Don't eat,
1: a don't eat a door. This is hypothetical. <laughs>
3: Okay, let me think about this. Right, so a door. So how, how big hey is it? Do me, I measure? was wearing your sweater and I ate a door. Uh, I'm in the hospital. You have to, you have to pay my medical bills now, dude. Dude, actually, I feel like some customer would, would do stuff like that. Uh, oh my gosh.
1: <laughs>
3: like a Karen. Um. So okay, so how how big is the door? Is there a measurement? Just your classic.
1: It's normal a normal door. No, made of a classic. fine a fine oak. You know. Okay.
3: All right, let's talk about some conditions. Three hundred sixty-five sure. days, right, in a yes. year. Yes, indeed. And uh, so let's assume that we have to eat like that's the only source of food that we have. And uh, do I get water or any? Type you could do. Else? You can attack oh, yeah. the door any way
1: you want. Like you, okay. the door is your oyster. You can mix it with other food. Oh. <laughs> you can. Oh, okay. uh, you can. You can really just just go crazy okay.
3: with it. All right, and uh, I will only do this actually to save someone. I will only eat a door to save someone she's you know, very honorable. But, <laughs> but okay, let's see how would I kind of organize this to eat it to make it edible. Um, okay, I'll probably cut them. So can we use a lot of equipments?
1: Anything you want,
3: whatever you want. okay. All right so okay, chop them into pieces, put it into maybe like a blender and uh, it into like a smoothie. you know add some banana, add some blueberries i some kale to make it healthier, you know, <laughs> them, uh, tur- turmeric, <laughs> matcha powder. Uh, you weren't even <laughs> tasting
1: it at that point.
3: Is, that, dude, you is, that, is this even a door? <laughs> we
1: may have eaten a door and we didn't even notice. Yo,
3: exactly. Java so, juice? What are you selling me? <laughs> selling me a door. You want a door juice. Um, but yeah, I'll probably divide the portion up to like 365 days and uh, just eat it like that. There we go. Yeah. Yeah,
1: whoever's on the other yeah. side has been saved. Thanks to you. Yeah, but
3: I mean, I, I'm interested. I want to hear you guys' opinion. How would you guys going kind to of approach this?
1: So we've we've asked this to every single guest. So we've had a very long time to think about it. Um, pretty similar approach for us, uh, at least in my case. Uh, I can't remember who said it. One of our guests said they would they'd burn the door down to ash and put it into brownies throughout a year. And it just add like a depth of flavor to the brownies. it had like a carbon, like, <laughs> like a little, ashy, <laughs> yeah, a little smoky flavor to the brownie. I'm like, Oh, I'm into that. So I'd probably yeah. end up uh, burning the door down. Cause then, you know, you're going to lose a lot of, uh, of that mass as well. And uh, you know, before you know it, you've eaten a door. And as far as the hinges and doorknob go uh, definitely a melt them down into some sort of BB or pill and just swallow a couple a day. Until you're until you're done with those too, and then before you know it, you have eaten a door.
3: Sure. That's all. It's I, all I
0: my I so the original the original question was asked me in a society interview at my school.
1: We live in a um, society.
0: That, they sprung this on me, <laughs> and I thought quickly. I said unflinchingly, yes. First of all, I think it's very possible that you can eat a door. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you, if you say you can't, what's wrong with you? Um, <laughs> Just... <laughs> No, but I think if you joking, if you, maybe. <laughs> if you buckle down and you just take you, you grind it down you you know you throw the the door through a wood chipper take mm-hmm. an angle grinder to the to the hinges and whatnot um, you're fine like you're through that door in like hundred days you know just make it into like a powder and just either throw it into some into some uh smoothies or rice krispies or whatever it may be you're just mm-hmm. you know you're not trying to enjoy the thing you
3: know it's a, it's a door but it's it's a chore through it. but you yeah. know it'll,
1: it'll
3: make it yeah. well, i mean can, are humans able to eat doors are, are we able that's to a good question foods? we don't
1: know yeah. Um we don't know so this is a okay. complete hypothetical because once again we do not want anyone to try this right. and we we are not legally responsible mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> Actually, <laughs> but, an interesting story like i grew up in china right so we were okay taught, we were told about a lot of these like stories back in like the, the famine like during the cultural revolution or even like the Red Army's long march, and so Red Army is basically like the communist army when we were kind of when China was having a civil war, and the communists were um, have, didn't have a lot of resource and they didn't have a lot of food. So we were told that on those long journeys, they would actually eat their leather belts, where they would actually carve wow. out wood from trees and boil them in water, and that's huh. like their source of food. Interesting. Yeah.
1: That's so, really interesting.
3: Yeah. All right. I mean, yeah, it's pretty. Pretty insane. I'm not even sure how if humans can just do that. <laughs> they, did, <laughs> yeah.
1: they pulled it off somehow. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing.
0: So what you're telling me is that it's doable. I
3: I, I mean, I, I don't know, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> don't want to give a concrete answer and then right. have it come back. But you know, that's that's super interesting. I never yeah. have heard that. Um yeah. but on that note, we have made it through the gauntlet, Itai. You have, you have completed the Pair of Kings interview experience. Excellent work, my friend. Uh, we are not done yet, though. We have uh, the closing ceremonies, if you will, before we get out of here. Uh, first things first, we're going to blast right into uh, song of the week. We are an audio medium at the end of the day, and so is music. And we, we tend to enjoy music on this podcast. We hope you do too, because we are about to ask you for your song of the week so we can add it to our ongoing Spotify playlist.
3: Okay, let me see. Okay. So I was introduced to this artist. I think it's a, actually they're bad. It's called Khrombin. K-H-R-U-A-N-G-B-I-N. Okay. Um, yeah. I, uh, one of their songs called White Gloves, I think. Phenomenal. I think uh, that's definitely should one, be one of the songs, nice. and, uh, but it's not, it's nothing. It's nothing hype though. It's what's the, what's back. the genre? Uh, I feel like it's indie. I'm not even nice. sure. You
1: yeah. have to give that a and, listen.
3: Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, this, I was camping at Yosemite and I was just talking to my neighbor and at the campsite and he introduced me to this artist. I was like, wow, they're really good. Nice. But, yeah, but, uh, yeah, besides that, you know, maybe some Duran Duran. Uh, Ooh, calling it uh, "Girls on Film." That's a good one. Uh, but yeah, love it. But
1: yeah. Durant, Durant,
3: cool, cool, damn.
0: That is Durant,
3: a throwback. That Durant. is a throwback.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, my,
1: my song. this week uh, to the bane of Saul's existence. It will be a, a Drain Gang classic. Uh, this this <laughs> the song this week is "Calcium" by Echo Two K. Another beautiful song by by you know Let's everyone's see. favorite. Wow. Well, Maybe not everyone's favorite member of Drain Gang, but a great member of the Drain Gang, Echo Two K, extremely talented individual, uh, and really pours his heart out into his lyrics. Highly recommend you give uh, give that a listen from from his album E.
3: Wait, before we move on, could you please coach me on what Drain Gang is? I've seen that on a lot of TikTok. Of course. <laughs> um,
1: so the Drain it's Gang over. is essentially a Swedish-based music collective uh, consisting of Blade. Uh, not Young Lean. Excuse me. Blade, I was gonna
3: say that also. Young Lean considered it as like a Drain Gang.
1: He's Drain Gang ad- adjacent. He's very good friends <laughs> with Blade. Um, but he's Sad Boys. So you have Blade, you have Thai Boy Digital, and you have Echo 2K, and they make up the the vocalists in the Drain Gang. And their music is, it's kind of like when you try Lacroix for the first time. It's really harsh, and you don't you like, why am I even drinking this? But then you drink like five more cans, and all of a sudden you love it and you can't you can't put it down that's kind of how i describe the music of drain gang if you listen to it the first time you're like okay no one in their right mind would listen to this and then all of a sudden you're like okay i'm kind of wrong with
3: this if i listen to drinking music while while drinking LaCroix, i'll be in nirvana
1: oh yeah (laughs) like
3: i'd be like like the the (laughs) optimal level of like a sound like listening to drinking
1: that's the cheat code for life (laughs) just listen to drainer music listen to some blade and drink LaCroix and you win that's it
3: you start you start yeah. floating yeah absolutely
1: <laughs> but yeah that's uh that's my best attempt at explaining what drinking is and young lean's a lot more like palatable that's how i got into listening to the drinking because i listened to a lot of young lean when i was really sad my freshman year of college and then i just kept listening to him and then i discovered the rest of the crew and i was like okay this is how i'm going to define my music taste in at age 23
3: that's who John is. That's
1: know? who I am. <laughs> that's who I am. I bought Blade merch this year. I bought a pair of his pants and they didn't have pockets and I was like, "Oh my gosh."
3: <laughs> well, you're supposed to be drained, right? You're not supposed to have pockets. Yeah, if
1: you don't need pockets. You should be carrying like a, a bag, a side bag that's like one of the aliens from Toy Story. I feel like that'd fit the drain gang aesthetic. Uh, but anyways, that is my song of the week, Calcium by Echo 2K. It also has a sweet remix on SoundCloud, but that uh, cannot be included in our Spotify playlist. So if anyone wants the remix, DM the pod and I will send it your way.
0: If that should, that be the, uh, the, the discord invite. Ah, yes,
1: I- we have the, the elusive pair of Kings discord. We haven't talked about that yet in this episode. Um, for anyone listening at home, if you would like to join the pair of Kings discord message, the pod account, uh, calcium remix and we will send you an invite because you have proved you've listened to the pod discord yeah. it's a great place um at least our one is it, we, we like to call it the happiest place in fashion so yeah anyone's welcome all you have to do is listen to the pod and you are in
3: Join the discord for some exclusive content you know
1: exclusive content of, of a very appropriate uh, uh, nature uh, <laughs> we've got a bunch of fashion designers and people who love fashion in there who just like to talk about it and everyone's really positive but fun place. on that note we have come to the end of our interview wait i didn't give my song yeah song. he, he did not oh. come dude. on dude yeah, hey, he's a I fake friend jumped right past solid boy <laughs> my apologies saw so, by so all good. means take it away um i'm gonna go for two this week uh okay. first one is under my
0: thumb by the rolling stones nice and i've recommended it before but i'm gonna recommend it again it's cry for you by september um great song you probably don't know it by name but then you'll listen to it and be like oh it's this song and then okay. you'll rock out to it because it's absolutely fantastic
3: very nice very nice yeah. wait what's that what's the second song again i'm uh, i'm adding it to my queue cry for you by september the you'll never
2: you. see me again and i was gonna cry for you You'll never see me again,
3: no matter what you do. Yeah, know. I think my boy just ruined the song for me, yo. Like. Yeah, I don't know if I can listen anymore. <laughs> that was great. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, I'm uh, training to be a vocalist.
1: Um, been contacted by Drain Gang. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're probably, you could pull it off. You could be a drainer <laughs> at this point. It doesn't take, it just takes a, a vast knowledge of the world of autotune to be in the Drain Gang.
3: So what what's, a, what's the life me? of a drainer like?
1: um wake up listen to like six getting to seven, left on red you, you wake up <laughs> yeah you wake up at like 3 p.m listen to like six to seven hours of blade uh well just you know thinking about like weird fendi pants and like neon green new york yankees hats and then um around like seven or eight you you just like you start texting the homies talking about drainer music and you you try to dm echo 2k he leaves you on red and then you go to bed and you start over
3: seems like a very productive day you know yeah a lot you of know, this, networking. Is, this is what i do most days <laughs> good good that's yes, indeed but, but,
0: God, you, wanna, you wanna you wanna take us out weird. real
1: quick yeah we'll we'll start the uh the closing portion of the pod You know, before we get into that, Itai, thank you so much for taking the time to join us, man. It's been a blast. Uh, We really appreciate you coming on the pod and telling us more about what you do and who you are. Uh, You know, we're really excited about YTG and everything you guys have made and everything that's coming up, too. It's uh, it's really cool getting more of an inside look at that.
3: Yeah, thank you very much, man, and uh, for having me on this podcast. You're welcome
1: you're welcome uh before we get out of here take some time the floor is yours let the people know where they can find you where they can find your brand give any shout outs you want to give all that good stuff
3: um yeah check out the website www.ytgla.com yes indeed and uh instagram ytg.la and uh before i leave i want to make a request to solve i, I really like that hoodie man where can i get one
0: uh i
1: think they're all sold out um uh oh we can we can see. contact Cole. We know who made them. We can see if we yeah. can get one made. You can get you one. Okay, that paper yeah. as
3: well. I really, I really love what it says. What, what does it say again? Study shows. New study <laughs> reveals your fitness. Trash. trash. Yeah, yo, that's awesome. I love it.
1: <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. but I'll that, go. Uh, I'll give you a shout out
0: on the uh, the dead stock report page. Actually, yeah, we'll let the people
1: know. Um, yeah, we have like the we we run the account as well or saul runs the account i okay. i do some writing and stuff for him
0: and um, girls run the world according to beyonce
1: it's true so are you guys copywriters uh, i do i write like the i haven't written actually in a while for BSR, for <laughs> but uh back in the day i used to write a lot of the captions and a lot yeah, of lines. john was, was like the okay. caption man i was the the bit of the head honcho on the caption <laughs> front but
3: we're actually looking for some copywriters to kind of create our email flow and just because we also want to start like a start like a block series so if you guys are interested you know all I do is write things
0: at school if you need a writer let me know
3: (laughs) yeah dude all I do for sure yeah
0: I'd I'd be
1: happy to help out man I uh I mean from an advertising background I actually did I was the account manager for all message management for whirlpool appliances which is Mm -hmm fortune 500 companies so you know i've looked at a good amount of copy in the last year so i'd be happy to help out anyway man
3: perfect and you guys will be compensated as well for any type of work you know just you know if you guys want so
1: much appreciated i'm just
3: i'm here to help the home yeah i'm here to help that's yeah
1: you know we're we're men of the people we're podcast hosts of the people here yeah uh, we always love any way we can help our friends
3: definitely love it that's the spirit yes yeah. indeed all right
1: man thank you so much for joining us we hope everyone at home enjoyed this episode as much as we did it was a blast and uh i really hope we get to record soon sometime in the future and uh, you know we will be heading out to la at some point in the next Ooh. well covid pending <laughs> in, the we're next, gonna go, in the next
0: five or six years <laughs> we're gonna go
1: visit <laughs> some of our friends in la and we will most definitely be stopping by
3: sounds good yo i just became a member of the soho house so you know you oh, can do some exclusive you know very eating exciting and drinking there very so exciting. let me know when you guys pull up is the food at soho house any good it's all right to be honest it's just the end. that's that's nice
1: definitely but,
0: fair enough
3: yeah Super but exciting. thank you
0: so much again to itai yes um for coming on like again this was an absolute pleasure it's been really nice like chatting with you over dms and now over zoom this mm-hmm. apparently was an hour and a half um,
1: could probably told me
0: otherwise, yeah. that went by really quickly. Uh, but thank you so much for joining us. Um, as always, I am Saul Thompson on Instagram at Saul Thompson. Joined every week by my co host,
1: my name's John Hogaboom. You can find me on Instagram at John Hogaboom. And we are John on- drained Hogaboom. Yes, yeah, <laughs> gotta change my handle to that, right? All right, guys.
0: That's the Finsta, but this week uh, we are joined by a very special guest, Itai of YTG.LA. You've probably seen his stuff, go out there, support him. It's Mm -hmm. very reasonably priced and it's very well made, so show love. Um, And I guess the the three of us, but John and I especially, uh, twice a week, every week for the foreseeable future, are bringing you business as usual, tomfoolery as planned, and this has been
1: the pair of Kings podcast that it has. Thank you I everybody like for that listening. Outro. I didn't that was like a, it. That was a different outro, but you know, it was, I didn't like it. It's okay.
3: The it's rest of the episode was amazing.
1: Yeah. Have a great Thursday, everybody. Ugh. sorry guys. <laughs> <laughs>